Welcome to the Be Ruthless Show, where we have the conversations that other people don't, the conversations that other people won't. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and I'm ready to make a lot of noise and disrupt things ruthlessly. Thanks for being here today. Now let's get to it. Welcome back to the Be Ruthless Show. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and there is so much happening. It is September. It is Labor Day. It is Jim Tember. If you have followed the show, you know that Jim didn't just celebrate the day of his birthday. It was an entire month, and we all love it and continue it because his zest for life and his zest for living life really, really inspires me and reminds me that no matter what else is going on, there's always ways to be good to ourselves and to have fun and to be around the people who lift us up. So I plan to talk about there's it's also National Suicide Prevention Month. It is also we are in the middle of National Suicide Prevention Week. And I cannot start an episode the first Monday in September without saying, let's go blue. How about those Wolverines? I loved it. I am surrounded by the Colorado State Rams and the talk in Colorado for the last few weeks has just been how they were going to destroy Michigan and how Michigan is overrated. And we might be. (laughs) That might be true, but they weren't going to beat us. And I sat back quietly, just waiting for the game to happen and to take care of itself. And now here, (laughs) back in Colorado, they're quiet. (laughs) And that's what happens when you talk a big talk before the big game. And I know that in a few weeks, I'm sure I'll be on here talking about a loss and I'm fully aware and and I'm taking the moment to acknowledge and celebrate the win because listen, in my early life, Michigan was always in the top and it has been a struggle. And if you're a football fan, you know, so I am cautiously optimistic. Last year was our best year in, in decade. So you just never know. And thank you for being a part of this community and putting up with my sports stuff, because I am going to bring up a few examples of why there are so many other lessons we can learn from sports. So there has been all this talk about Tom Brady being late to preseason and training camp and all of these stories, which If you know Tom Brady, you know he is in shape all year round and he is conditioning like crazy and we don't need to question his level of practice or devotion in any way, shape or form. But that's the story that has been the big talk. And then of course he is playing. My favorite part of this story is that he left again. And why? To go to his son's little league opening game. If that is not the best example of finding a work-life balance and being able to do it all, obviously we don't all have his private jets and his money and those things accessible to us, but it's an example that I think we can all strive for. And when something is important, we we make it a priority. We make time for these things. So I can't go 
on the air and talk about sports without mentioning that go Brady go blue and I actually follow the Bucks now. I followed the Patriots his whole career because I just love him and any game he's in is a good game, right? And so now the Patriots without him aren't as exciting to me and I follow the Bucks. So my calendar has always been color-coded with different teams because I'm from Detroit, born and bred Lions fan. And, and, and that, that takes work and effort we've been through it and at a young age I knew unlike my dad who was still believing that this year could be the year that I needed a real team and so I'm a lifelong Cowboys fan which is probably why you have figured out my little one's name is Dallas so then I have to add in the Patriots are now the Bucks to follow Brady and I live in Colorado so we have to have the Denver teams in there and of course, I have to have my college Wolverines. So it is a rainbow and it works for me. And I, yes, love my planner. It's not in my phone. It's in my old school planner. Some other things circulating in the sports world are the stories surrounding Serena Williams and how this she just lost and finished what could be the end of her career playing in the U.S. Open. And again, what I find most touching about this story is her after the tournament performance, her, her off the court, her speech to her dad, who has been her coach. And if you follow either of the Williams sisters, you know that he's a major, major role in their lives. But she also thanked her sister. And it was beautiful and heartwarming and often underrated. Like Venus Williams gets overshadowed by Serena. And this speech was just an example of family and how we can't get where we are without the people cheering us along the way, especially the people who are there through the worst of it and through our most difficult times. So I just had to start the first episode in September, acknowledging all of the sports happening and still happening, right? There's still college games because it's a holiday today. There's a game tonight, games tonight, and we're getting into the normal routine. And that is much less important than the fact that it's National Suicide Prevention Month and week. It started yesterday, which was the fourth, and it goes through this whole week. And why is it important and why does it matter? Because there are people struggling everywhere. And in this world filled with stigmas and critics and judgments and stereotypes, people are suffering silently. And so I am taking advantage of these awareness days to do my part and to make noise for anyone who is listening because we can all do something. And that could be smiling at someone in the grocery store or smiling at somebody walking down the street, little acts of kindness, people can undervalue and you have no idea how one simple thing can change someone's day or their mood or their outlook. And there, you can't put a value on that. And you can't compare the, that there are people out there contributing to charities and doing things that we might not all be able to do, but we can all do something. And if you are not struggling, 
you absolutely have someone in your life who is, whether you know it or not. And so I want these awareness days and these awareness weeks and months to be times that we can just say, I'm thinking of you, or you look great today, or how are you? Anything that creates conversation and connection and lets people know they're not alone. We're thinking about each other. We're here for each other. And, and even in my world filled with other people dealing with loss and, and I have several close friends and a large community of other widows, which I've talked regularly about how important it is for me to have people who get exactly what I'm going through. Even with all of that, there are days I still feel alone and like no one gets it. And these people and these tools and these communities are, Sassy says hi, <laughs> what keep me going on the harder days and during the difficult moments. And I can't get through it alone. And there are days when I am there for someone else, reminding them that I'm there and they're not alone. And there are just as many days that people are here for me, reminding me. And so if you are listening and if you are struggling, I want you to know that there is someone who gets it. And you can call 988. That is the new crisis line for any and every thing, whether it is substance abuse, mental health, thoughts of suicide, thoughts of self-harm. There are trained professionals who are qualified not only to listen, but to connect you with what you need in your area. And you can hang up with a plan and, and with support. And so that is one tool available to anyone, no matter where you are. Another is me, Sam at SamanthaRuth.com. I will also, I'm a trained professional and I will help you find what it is that you are looking for. People don't often know what they're looking for and that is okay. Knowing that you are struggling is what matters and knowing that you can't get through it alone and finding that place, whether it is an online support group, an in-person support group, a, a a one-on-one -on -one counselor or professional to work with, a friend, someone that you know and can commit that you will say when you're not okay. We all live in this world where it feels like we're being a burden and we make decisions for other people and we decide that they're too busy or they've helped us X number of times and we don't wanna ask again. And these are not our decisions to make. Just as much as you want to be there for someone who you care about, they want to be there for you. And all you need to do is let them know you're struggling or you need to talk or you need a friend and they get to decide if they have time and if they're available. And again, if they're not, there is always 988. There is someone like me in your area, oftentimes it's easier to talk to a stranger making that first step and having someone else help others in your life understand what you need when you don't even know yourself. I have some clients right now that are on vacation and they sent me a voice message the day they traveled, the day they got there in the evening. And it was, I'm saving it. And I told them I'm saving it forever. It's one of my most favorite messages because 
I have been focusing on nutrition and staying hydrated and setting alarms and having snacks. A lot of times people think you have to sit down and have a full meal. And when we're dealing with a lot of trauma or physical pain, our, it interferes with our appetite. So, and, and me, naturally, I am one who just has never had an appetite early in the day. And I have had to condition myself by having snacks every couple of hours in order to give my body what it needs. And here I have clients who are coming to me for much bigger things than nutrition, right? But I'm focusing on these things because they connect to the others, right? If we are not getting a good night's sleep, if we are not eating right, if we are over hungry, it affects our mood which can affect our relationship. It can affect our memory and our ability to focus. It can affect so many things. So they have never questioned me and you know they everybody understands why I focus on it, but here they travel and get stuck in the traveling food frenzy that we have all had happen at one time or another, right? You get somewhere, you can't find anything that's open or one thing happens after another and hours pass and you haven't eaten. And because I have been harping on nutrition and snacks and how it is connected to all of these other things, they had snacks with them. And this message they left me, they were cracking up because they were still starving and they were still searching for a meal. But because they had snacks and other things to tide them over, they weren't at each other's throats. They weren't bickering, they, they just weren't going down any of the negative holes and they were able to finally see why it matters <laughs> and, and that I, I bring these things up for a reason. And of course my clients know that I have a reason, but when the aha clicks and when you have your own motivation, then it's easier to continue doing it. And it's easier to make it a habit and, a, and to make it a part of your life. So why am I talking about reaching out and thinking of that one person? Because you might not have a hard time. It might be someone you care about down the road and you might need support. And if we wait until we're in it, if we wait until we're in that bad mood or we're overtired or over hungry, decisions are difficult. They're more difficult then. So if we have a plan of action a little bit prepared ahead of time, something in mind, then when these things come up, we have a tool, right? When the gas light goes on in your car, you know you need to fill it up. When, when you start to feel down, you can now think, okay, I need to connect and, and get some support and figure out who can help me help this person I'm concerned about. And what if it is you one day? There is this myth in this world that saying that we need help is a weakness and we all know it's not we all know it's a sign of strength and we teach others that but when it comes to actually doing it ourselves we get into those conversations for other people that i mentioned earlier right the they're too busy i've asked them five times i don't want to bother them again and we get in our own way so yes this relates to 
thoughts of suicide or thoughts of self-harm, but this really goes deeper than that so that people don't ever get there, I hope, right? My hope is that we teach people how to say, I'm not okay, how to say, I need help, but I don't know what that help is, how to say anything, right? How to just say, I'm struggling right now. And you guys, if you followed me or if you've listened to my episodes, you know that I use a code word in case those words are difficult. But giving your friends and loved ones, the people you turn to, some sort of way of knowing when you need them, right? So my brother knows the difference between a phone call and when I need him. And I could call my brother for 10 days in a row. If it is not important, he is a busy man. He runs a business. He has two girls who usually when they're with him, both have a friend. So I just say he has four girls and he has a lot going on. He helps take care of my parents. He does so many things. So if it's not important, he might not get back to me. But if it is important, if I need him, he gets back to me immediately without fail. And that we all need those people and that system. And he might not be the one who actually can help me with the long-term goal, but he can calm me down always. He is way better with technology than I am. So something that would take me three hours will take him five minutes, right? It's just knowing that even though he's across the country, if I need him, he's there. And we all need that. And we all need someone we trust. And I believe we all need somebody who will hold that trust like I do. It is my job to keep things confidential. And if I don't, I am in violation of my ethics and my code of conduct and my license is in jeopardy. Trust should be that way with anyone, whether we have a license or not but it isn't. And that's part of why sometimes people don't open up. So when someone comes to me with something that I cannot keep to myself, right? It, it needs to be discussed with other people. I let them know, I can't keep this to myself. We need to come up with a plan together so that I don't break your trust. I still will never break their trust but I also will do what needs to be done for them when keeping a secret can be more damaging. So if you don't feel like you have someone you can trust completely when it comes to something, then that's the perfect time to reach out to me or someone like me or to dial 988 because we are obligated and we are trained. And even when we talk to other people in your life, we don't break confidentiality. And I ask questions I already know the answers to, and I listen to stories I might've heard because you will never know what I know. I am obligated isn't even enough of a, a word to, I take it so seriously. And there are some things that you can go to people with that trust isn't really that important, but when it comes to our well-being, when it comes to saying, maybe I want to see someone, can you help me find the right person? We need that safe, trusted place of no judgment, of not sharing that information with others, unless you have permission, right? So 
Why am I talking about this today? It's National Suicide Prevention Week and month and people are struggling and you interact with them. It could be you. And if it's not you, it's someone you interact with. And we live in this world that stays silent about it. And so I am encouraging everyone to share on social media. Perhaps that's an easy way to start a conversation or just mention that it's National Suicide Prevention Month or just ask someone how they're doing. Smile at someone you wouldn't normally smile at. Do one kind thing with effort because I'm sure you do so many kind things, but go out of your way to try to do one kind thing intentionally because someone else's life might change because of it. And that is all the reason I need to have these conversations and to raise awareness and anything you can think of. Share your ideas with me. What else can we do without spilling our guts and without talking deeply about mental health and without getting into the politics of everything? What else can we do as individuals, as a society to let others know that it is National Suicide Prevention Month and week and that you're a safe person if someone ever needs to talk. Maybe there's a logo you can put on your car. What other ideas do you have? Is it a purple ribbon? What else can we do to let people know you can come up to me? I am approachable. What else can we do to start a conversation if we want to? You can talk about yourself first and foremost. If you have a story, you don't have to share the whole story, but sharing a piece of it with someone struggling lets them know they're not alone. And when I recently had an off day, but still was meeting with my clients, I let them know, hey, I'm here, but this is what's going on. And they said, that made me less of a, an untouchable person that made me more human, that made me more approachable than I already am. And so you just never know. I'm not asking you to share it all or to spill your guts. But when someone is struggling, if you can connect and relate and there's something you've been through that you can help in some way, consider not staying silent. Consider the gift of sharing a teeny bit that might make a huge difference. So again, just to bring it back to September and the fact that this is the first episode in September, I always take the month of Jim Tember to honor him and to do whatever I can throughout the month. And so this year for 2022, there are two things happening. Well, three, I am offering discounts on all of my products and services. And for the first time, in addition to that, I'm creating a new way for people to work with me. I'm offering packages of three, five, 10 sessions instead. Most of my clients per work with me in chunks of time, like one month, three months, six months, and that doesn't work for everyone. So I have broken that down into packages of visits, but I've also created a new service that I am announcing on Wednesday, which is Jim's birthday on September 7th. So be sure to check out my blog for all of the information about that, that will open up 
opportunities for some people who maybe don't want to work with me in the one-on-one -on -one or small group capacity, or maybe it's out of your price range, whatever reason, I'm trying to make myself available to the larger groups of people struggling. And so with that, as you know, obviously this podcast is about mental health and making noise and breaking stigma. So October 2nd is the first day of mental illness awareness week. And so other than October 1st, we have Jim Tember. And then beginning October 2nd, I am hosting a fundraiser for the entire week of mental illness awareness week where I will have a 5K walk in Fort Collins, Colorado on the 2nd for anyone local that wants to join me and wear ruthless shirts and take pictures and walk and raise awareness and make noise. You're welcome to join me. I would love it, but I am opening it up virtually all week long so that no matter where you are, you can participate. And the funds raised will be awarded to the 2022 winner of the Jim Ruth Award. If you know a young adult struggling with mental illness and you think they would be a good candidate, please nominate them. I had some people think that teens had to be in Colorado. This is for a teen anywhere. And funds are used to pursue their passions. Getting out of his house and going to Central was the best thing that happened to Jim and joining his fraternity Sigma Pi absolutely changed his life. And so giving others those opportunities is what this foundation is all about. It's the James Lincoln Ruth Foundation, whole lot of love, changing lives through love. And so those are the three ways that I am using Jim Tember to honor Jim and to make a difference. And so, yes, if you want to donate the link is in the show notes if you have a team to nominate please sam at samantharuth.com and if you would like to join the walk and be a part of the fundraiser in person or virtually that information is all in the show notes or you can always just reach out to me sam at samantharuth.com wishing everyone everywhere a happy healthy holiday and know that as we are all out and about having fun People everywhere are struggling in silence, and it is currently National Suicide Prevention Month and week, and any little thing that you can do can be a big difference in someone else's life, whether that is donating, sharing a post, starting a conversation, giving a smile, giving a hug. Thank you for being a part of this community and for being a part of my mission and until next time, as always, always be ruthless. Thanks so much for listening today. Your support means everything to me, truly. If this podcast resonates with you, please do me a favor and join in the ruthless movement by making some noise and doing one of these four things. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Tell a friend so we can break stigmas even faster. Leave a review so people can see what you think of the show. And last, if you want to learn more about me and be a part of the Grief Hub community, please head on over to the Facebook group. We'd love to have you. Thanks again for spending your time with us and see you next week.